Okie dokie. So, I want to touch on sales today. Um, I'll touch on last week and the plans for this week, but actually nothing of too much significance happened last week. Um, I mean, we started a new service with branding and we're sort of starting to get in clients for that, which is good. Learning the process along the way. Um, I feel like it's going really well. We've had two sign-offs on a brand we've created in a week. Uh, and it only took a week or two to sign off off the back of a couple of workshops. So that's working really well. And at the minute, we're just mimicking our web project process with that. So it's very much keeping the client up to date, gathering all the information we need, prompting them for when we need feedback uh, and when we need it for in order to stay on track with timelines. So yeah, that's going pretty well. I think once we've got three or four clients under our belt for that service, it's probably worth an episode in itself to talk about how we went about getting new clients for that service, how we went about sort of projecting revenue for that service and sort of how we, you know, what the process is of delivering that service as well. In terms of this podcast, I want to touch on sales very quickly. So our sales process has evolved hugely over the years um, as we've grown as a business and as people and as salespeople. Um, it started very much with inbound inquiry, go and meet the client, put together sort of two or three page document on all the requirements that we feel are necessary, package that on to a quote, which usually came in the form of a PDF of a bit of information about Frogspark, how we work and some previous projects. Quite straightforward. It was quite slick, actually. It worked really well for us. But as we started to see ourselves come up against more and more competition and work with bigger people, bigger companies, where we need to justify our prices a bit more as they've raised and the team's grown and whatnot, the process has changed. So here's what it looks like now. So essentially, most of our inquiries come from the following sources. So the first of which is the search engines. So we're very strong on the search engines. If you type in anything to do with web design or marketing for Derby, Nottingham and the local areas, we're generally the first result which brings us a hell of a lot of inbound inquiries. So inbound inquiries from the search engines is is one source that works really well for us. Um, social media and just general brand awareness works really well for us. We've got a really good name for ourselves in Derby and Nottingham and whatnot, and that works well for us. Um, my, myself and Liam, in terms of our relationships and our network, works really well for us. That's another source we get. Word of mouth, so we always try and prompt our current clients to recommend us to anyone they know, so that's another source. Um, and then we often just get invited to tender on different things as well. But the majority of our inquiries is all inbound stuff, whether it's um, search, you know, search engines, whether it's paid advertising that we do, LinkedIn and whatnot. But the majority is inbound. So once an inquiry comes in, we have a very, very set process of how we deal with an inquiry, which can be flexible in, in parts, but I'll explain it the best I can. So inquiry comes in normally in the form of an email, if it is an email, we'll reply back saying, thank you for the inquiry. Would it be possible to jump on a call? And we always send a brochure to them that we've created, which looks really good and reflects sort of our design style. And it really gives the person inquiring a feeling of what something, you know, how it may look and, and our sort of creativity. So we always invite them to a call first. Um, we schedule in about half an hour for the call. We have a set, you know, set of questions that we ask them. But this call essentially is, is for us to qualify them. So 
are they a good fit for us? Can they actually, do they have the budget for us, essentially? Um, can we deliver on what they need, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So in the past, we used to jump straight into a meeting or over a coffee, but actually you'd spend an hour, two hours in a meeting to discover in the first five minutes that we weren't a good fit and then you waste your time. So the first step for us is qualifying and that's done via a call. Towards the end of the call, if we feel we're a good fit, and you learn to know whether they're a good fit or not over time. We always invite them to a meeting. We do that whilst we're on the call. And that nails down a time. Because if you sort of put the phone down, send them an email, invite them to a meeting, often you may not get a response. So we always do that during the call. We don't let the person inquiring hang up before that call's arranged to progress the inquiry as quickly as we can. Um, so if we feel they're a good fit, we, we're happy to commit that time to a meeting. So the time between the call and the meeting, essentially what we do is we take what we believe are their requirements. Normally we have a very loose brief at this point and put it into a presentation. So we make sort of maybe a 10 to 15 page presentation and that includes problems with their current site if they have one, what their goals for their new website should be. Uh, And this is just taking the project side of, of sales by the way goals for their new site, how we'd structure it, how we'd possibly design it. We normally put together a quick wireframe of how it may look. We always do a site map. We do time frames. I do what the team would look like for them, who they would be dealing with on a daily basis. Um, And we put that together and essentially during the meeting, we present to them all our ideas. And at this point, they've got a clear idea of how we would approach the project, what we feel their goals are, how long it would take, how we would structure it, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Nine times out of ten, we are on the money with that. We've almost took all the ideas out of their head and presented it to them, which gives them a really good feeling. Um, <clears throat> I'm not entirely sure how we do that, but I think once you've worked on two, three hundred web projects like we have in different industries and different sectors, you get a feel for what these what companies from different industries and sectors want to target, you know, what they should have on their website. And you almost come up with a formula for each type of business and which we can use. It is very bespoke, of course it is, but actually the formulas remain the same. So we can almost preempt what they want from their website um, based on that. So we present them to that. Uh, we have a discussion, we take down any further notes, any further considerations, whether they've got any integrations, whether they want photography, videos, um, how they're going to get the content. We lay very, very clear expectations on what we need from them at this point as well. Um, And in the same breath, during that meeting, it's very relaxed. We try and get to know that person the best we can to form that relationship. So really at this stage, they're feeling, hopefully feeling really good. We've sort of, off the back of one call, we've managed to present to them all their ideas that they had anyway, um, all, our, all our ideas, any additional ideas. We've gathered any more information that we may need to the point where we can produce a quote. But we've also joined that Milton, built a bit of rapport. It might be over lunch, it might be over a coffee. We spoke about, I don't know, families and all that kind of stuff and built a personal relationship with them. And they're very clear on what we can deliver, when we can deliver it, and what we need in order to deliver that. And then also who's going to be overlooking that from a team point of view in terms of which members of Frogspot are going to be involved with the project. So at that point, we all leave the meeting feeling very confident, feeling like we've gotten to know each other, and so on. It's a good place to be in. So following that, what we do is we produce what we call a requirements document. So the requirements document is 
similar to the PDF I mentioned at the start. So it's a branded, downloadable, but actually it's got 10-ish pages of project requirements. And that is for two reasons. One is to show them that we understand the project and what's involved. But also for us, it's part of the contract to us. It's the description of work, so to speak. So contractually, we work against that as a specification. So we'd present that to them with the quote. And we do a site map, wireframe, timeframes. Um, and we package that all up into a quote for them. We use a piece of software called Quotient. Uh, I would really recommend checking that out. It's really, really good. You can build quotes, you can add attachments, add Im images and whatnot. And also you can do all your formal sign-offs. They can actually sign off the quote using Quotient as well. You send them a link once you produce the quote. Um, so that's it. They have the quote in their hands. Obviously, it's got breakdowns of costs and whatnot. And essentially what I do at that point is... When I send the quote, I always, always, always without fail saying, are you around for a call to discuss the quote? So the quote lands in their inbox, there's an invitation for a call. We get the call booked in for possibly a week later. That gives them a, the time to sort of digest the information that I've sent over. And then we jump on a call. They've got their chance to ask any questions. I've got my chance to justify what I've put forward. And I really push for a sort of verbal acceptance during that call. Um, and hopefully I get that. If I do get that, what I do is follow up with an email saying, thank you for the call. If, you would like, if you'd like to sign off the quote, here's the quote again. Um, we're available to get started on this date. So again, I give them their availability. I try and get them excited the best I can. If they don't give me the verbal, again, I simply just follow up with an email saying, thanks for the call. Um, any further questions, please let me know. And then what I do following that is I schedule a check-in for each week after that call. So each week after it, I just check in with an email saying, hi, just checking in, hope you're well. Um, just wondering if you had a chance to review the proposal. Any questions, please let me know. And that email is sent probably... I mean, I've had people accept on the 12th email. Um, but generally, I know after sort of three or four if we're going to get it or not, really. But... Nine times out of ten, if we get to work with a client, it normally happens on that follow-up phone call. They give me the verbal, and then they'll accept it either the same day or a couple of days leading up to it. And then that's really it. I mean, obviously, I can't go into detail about what these documents look like and what's in them. That's all part of our creative process internally in terms of when we put forward our ideas. We actually get together and put them down on paper and then make them really presentable with a presentation or a downloadable. But that's essentially how we go. And then obviously, we've, you know, the first meeting following that is a kickoff meeting. I get everyone who's involved in the project in a meeting with the client so everyone can see eye to eye, discuss you know, the project at length so we all are on the same page. We discuss, again, the timeframes and what we need to hit those timeframes. And then we get going. And again, there's probably a podcast in itself to explain how that process works for us because we've worked really, really hard on that. But that's essentially our sales process for a project base um, piece of work um, if you've got any questions on that feel free to drop me a DM on at Rob12UK on Instagram or Twitter or email me at rob at frogspark.co.uk um, and again if you feel you can improve on it or if you can spot any holes in that process feel free to let me know um, but that's it in a nutshell for our project based sales process I'll probably do a podcast on the marketing based sales process because that's a bit more in depth because obviously what we're doing in that 
stage is we're trying to get people on a longer term deal, normally a 12 month contract and we have to put strategies in place and a bit of a roadmap to visualise how they're going to work with us over that 12 months to give them confidence. Because for me that's what sales is, it's very much a confidence factor. Are they confident we can deliver? Do they like us? Are they confident the actual process of delivering this end product is going to be enjoyable and we're going to get on and work well together as a team? And if you can demonstrate that, generally um, you'll get a result as long as your price is justifiable. In terms of this week, um, it's a good week actually. I've got lots of time available to catch up with work because obviously I was a bit ill last week. Uh, I haven't stuffed my calendar full of too many meetings this week. However, I am currently in Litchfield Trent Valley car park waiting for a train to London. I'm going to meet a long-standing client of ours. Um, no project in question, no problems, just literally committing to spending a day with a long-standing client who we really, really value to catch up. Um, loads of benefits to this, which I can go into in another podcast, but I would recommend it, even if you have to travel far and wide. Um, it's a good exercise and it's a good habit to get into, just meeting with clients as often as you can.